When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys are going to go back in time. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show, the new head coach of the University of Michigan, Jim Harbaugh. Go Blue, Rich. That's it. The Wolverines have won a national championship. The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, coach, who has it better than you right now? Nobody. Today's guests, co-host of Bussin' with the Boys podcast, Taylor Luan, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Troy Polamalu, and now... I can't believe what just happened. It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have a Sirius XM Odyssey and more. It's good to have you here in this neighborhood on this day. Whether you're listening to us on our podcast network, wherever you're listening to us live or watching us live or watching us back on the Roku channel or however you wish to join us. We're thrilled to be here with you. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the program. Good to see you guys. Good to see you here in this neighborhood on this day. Chris Brockman. Hey, what's happening? DJ Mikey D is indeed nuts. Good, morning, Rich. Good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you, sir? Congratulations to you. I appreciate Rick and that. Scott Steiner, all the Michigan people <laughs> Rick and out Scott there. Steiner. Thank you. Oh, I like that you're wearing something wrestling, Michigan wrestling uh, themed, TJ. I appreciate That's it. Uh, I got. Um, um, Almost 100 texts last night, as if I played the game. Um, but, you know, and, I, and I, I think it's just because I wear my school on my sleeve and, and what it means to me. I'm getting emotional right now, seriously, because... I get it. I, honestly, I'm thinking of the, I guess, 1985 version of me that decided to apply early to the University of Michigan and got in. And I found out, you know, in mid-December, I'm in. Uh, and I'm going to go to Ann Arbor, Michigan in 1986 from New York City in Staten Island, New York. And and I remember going to my the basement of, of, uh, of my house where the collective, where we could all watch, all four of us, my brother and my, my mom and dad and, and, and me, the color TV in the house. And um, and I remember turning on the Fiesta Bowl just to see what this Michigan football thing's all about. It was the first Michigan football game I watched from start to finish against Tom Osborne's Nebraska Cornhuskers and Bo Schembechler's Wolverines won the game. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, okay. So Michigan uh, is really, I, I knew they were really good in football and uh, got used to them winning bowl games. Until I then started going to school. <laughs> and I realized that ain't happening all the time, you know? But I remember going to school there and sensing going to the big house for the first time how big this was, being amongst 100,000 people singing the same fight song. And, and again, I understand everybody has their own college experiences. And so hopefully what I'm saying, you know, speaks to, to you as well if, if you've had 
you know, a, a college experience with a, with a big-time football program, and there's many across this football-loving nation of ours, um, I just remember feeling the collective for the first time and going to the games and seeing what it meant and, and feeling what it meant um, to root for this team and, and then to connect your psyche, your id, your, your belief system to, to a football program. I know it sounds strange. But it's the truth. And I just remember walking down the campus State Street right by the ticket office one day. And um, I've told this story before, but I'll just say it again. Out hopped two guys from the car. One in which made the car get up higher than what it was when it was parked. Jumbo Elliott was one. And the other was Jim Harbaugh. And I remember being starstruck to see the quarterback of the Michigan football program right in front of me. There he, there he is. There, there he is, the guy who is our quarterback in my first season of yeah. loving Michigan football. I remember that feeling too, man. Right? Seeing Donovan McNabb drive From, by it in his car. I was like, there he is. There he is. <laughs> like, you didn't think it was real, that they are actually a student like you. Like you. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I remember seeing that. And... The fact that that guy is now the coach of the national champion, Michigan Wolverines. I'm serious. I'm, I'm getting emotional because I remember being on campus watching homecoming and seeing alumni return. And I, I honestly thought for the first time to myself, you know, it's pretty cool that they come back to campus and it means so much when they're later in life. Other part of me was like, why does it mean so much to these old guys? You know, I'm a, I'm a, a 19, 18, 19 year old kid on, on a college campus. And now I'm one of those guys. That's the beauty of sports. I'm going deep guys. It's the beauty of sports is it, that, 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 that your emotions that you put so much into for a game, I understand it's just a game. When it's at the end of the day, it is just a game. Um, but you put so much into it and so much heart and soul into it. But sports sometimes is the marking of time. You remember where you were and who you were with yeah. for big moments. No doubt. You remember what it meant to you and and you try to instill it in others. Others find it obnoxious or in the case of us at Michigan, arrogant. And on that front, just you wait. But in all seriousness, <laughs> it, that's what I'm thinking of today. That's what I'm thinking of in everybody I met on campus who I still have contact with or relationships with or who I've met because you know I walk down streets or I see somebody you know in Michigan gear abroad and you say go blue that's what this is about and the fact that Jim Harbaugh is the one to bring it home for me personally and for everyone who was on campus then and for everybody who watched him go through his professional pl playing career from getting barked at by Ditka like Bo Schembechler was a wallflower 
to being Captain Comeback in Indianapolis to the point where his name is in the ring of honor, despite having, when you talk about marking of time, a cup of coffee there. That playing career, you know, where he played also for the Chargers, and that may also be his future too. Bringing that program to the prominence you hope. And then for him to build what he has built after the first several years there seemed to be a wheel-spinning venture for him. You know, the punt that went awry so Michigan State can have its day in the big house and that poor kid who went to school there is now a meme for the rest of his life. That's gone. As far as I'm concerned. The struggles against Urban... They existed. That's gone. Everything. All the struggles. The proverbial, no one can take it away from you and there will be some. But Harbaugh has accomplished the mission when he came back to Michigan. I cannot believe I woke up today a national champion in football. And the guy who did it is the guy who I was awestruck by when I was a freshman in in college. At 18. Years old. I cannot believe it. As a 54-year-old man, he's now 60. Michigan has over 1,000 wins in its lifetime now. Marking of time. And I'll never forget this year. And what Michigan's able to accomplish with a, a quarterback who is in Harbaugh's mold and making. Harbaugh being the spirit animal for J.J. McCarthy. And Blake Corum blowing his knee out and losing an opportunity to a Heisman Trophy and an opportunity to take Michigan to a national championship game last year. Michigan falling short there. That's gone. Falling short way short against Georgia. That's gone. All that's there is that national championship flag that will be flying above the big house forevermore. And Jim Harbaugh's the one who brought it back. And for that, I am eternally grateful. This is truly the greatest sports experience I've had in my life. And I'm a diehard Yankee fan. And that's how crazy life is. I grow up in Staten Island, New York. I never thought I'd set foot in the state of Michigan in my entire life. <laughs> never. <laughs> what was I, it that I, made you want to go there? You never. Actually, it was The Big Chill was the movie that came out in the early 80s about Michigan graduates mm-hmm. all coming back together okay. for the death of a, for a funeral of one of their classmates who was played by Kevin Costner mm-hmm. and got cut out of the movie, yeah. by the way. <laughs> And, you know, there was a big Motown soundtrack mm-hmm. to it, and it became Michigan became a hot school because of it. My parents saw the Today Show. One day, Jane Pauley and Bryant Gumbel were on the Today Show. One of them was at Michigan. One of them was at, I think, Brown or Princeton, an Ivy League. And my mom was like, oh, so there's an Ivy League school potentially in the state of Michigan. And somebody down the street went there. So I went to a symposium just to say, okay, mom, dad, I'll, I'll do what you want for this one moment. And I fell in love with the people who were there. They felt natural. 
and I went to the school. A foot of snow fell. I walked in the big house on a tour, fell in love with the place. It was over. Never thought I would set foot in there. Never thought I would know a thing about the culture of the great state of Michigan and the people from it. And now here I am, a 54-year-old dude wanting to know if I can go find enough time to go back for a parade on my campus and be one of those alums that the young kids look at and go. I mean, you should do that. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly thinking <laughs> about it. So I know, what I, But I'm, I'm like, again, for the radio audience, I'm, I'm tearing up right now because it's the marking of time. And that's how much this means to me. And how you never know how life will turn and take you to places where stuff will mean so much. And that's what this means to me. And go blue to everybody out there for whom it means that much too as well. And there's millions of us. Millions. Because 97, we had to split the championship with Nebraska. That team that... I watched Michigan beat in the first game I ever watched from start to finish about the maize and blue. And, um, you know, Charles Woodson came on the show and said, hey, if this team wins the national championship, they're better than us. And who's got it better than them? Nobody. Lots to talk about on this show about Jim Harbaugh's future and how that affects the National Football League. Uh, we've got a, a handful of guests who... Uh, who are like-minded people. <laughs> <laughs> They've got one thing in common. <laughs> Taylor Lewan is going to make it for the boys next segment. Hey. Uh, Bill Burr, did you know he's a Michigan fan? Yes. I've heard that, yeah. He mentioned that a couple of times when yeah, he's been yeah, on the yeah. show. He's uh, he's decided to, uh, I believe, step out of his workout to join us oh. middle of hour two. Flex. And um, we uh, have Blake Corum about to join us on his way to the airport. I think that's where he's headed. And uh, I've also got some uh, some hooks into some goats. If they're off of planes or available, they'll, they'll be zooming in as well. Troy Polamalu is slated to be on this show in hour number three. We'll talk about the Steelers making the playoffs with him. He did not go to Michigan. He did not. He went to USC, which is now a Big Ten school officially. Hey. And uh, I do want to talk about the game itself, but I just wanted to pour my, uh, my heart out. And I'm so... Th- because I'll be honest with you, man, too. If you told that kid who was all struck by Harbaugh on State Street in 1986 that the dream of mine at the time was I would have a show like this one to talk about a moment like this. Life is amazing. Who's got it better than us? You don't have to say it. I'm not, I'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> You'll only go so far. We reached the water's edge with him. With that kid who said, what took so long? <laughs> Let's take a break. We got to get to Blake Corum. He's going to be joining us next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then Taylor Lewan right after him. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the show, so... Uh, Do you need dishes? I have some over I here. appreciate... No, you, I think you understand what I'm saying, though, right? Rich. I mean, you get it. I, I get it. I get it. Syracuse won the National Championship in basketball the right. year after I graduated. So it, the passage of time thing that you were talking about didn't really hit me like it's hit you because it's been, what, 35 years? Nor me for, no offense, the oh, the 89 oh. national champ. I was on campus for that. Right. How was it again? You know what I mean? Yeah. Against his Seton Hall right. Pirates. So, so I, I think if, if Syracuse were to somehow, by the grace of God, win a football national championship, I'd probably be just, just like as this. emotional as you because it's like it's not something you really ever expect. You hope, obviously. Did you look at alums? In their 50s, coming back to campus, just like I was saying, you know, doing the student TV stuff. We had a few alumni weekends and some older guys. Well, I mean, that's some serious people who must be strolling in there. Yeah, some older guys had come back and it was just kind of (laughs) like, look at these old guys. And they weren't even that old. I think they were in their 30s. Right. Sure. And it's just like, oh, man. And then, you know, about 10 years ago, I went back to campus uh, for a basketball game, and I felt the same. I was like, "Well, I am the old guy now. These kids look so young. Right. And it feels I feel out of place. And so, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. So I'm jealous of like the college age kids that I saw on TV last night for the obvious reasons. And also just like, you know, who's got it better than you? (laughs) You know, get out of here. Like, here's the scars. You want to see the scars? You want to see the scars? They've got it pretty good. This one says Rich Rod on it. Uh, (laughs) They got it pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, Jake Tapper's Tapper's kid just, just... you're starting to go to Michigan. Oh, really? I'm those, texting him uh, today. Those, I'm like, scars, it's not like this. The Sklar's daughter. One of yeah, I know, right? Go to Michigan, yeah. Well, the Sklar's no. They're, they're but Jake the is just like, hey, this Michigan stuff's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, radio network, and I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, brought to you by Granger for supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. And look who's stopping by. One of the leaders and best in Victor's Valiant, to say the least. He scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter last night of the national championship game. Well, welcoming in the national champion, Michigan Wolverine running back Blake Corum. How you doing, Blake? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on your show. You know, it feels real. You know, we woke up this morning, like, I had to sit back and think, like, hey, we're national champions. That's your- <laughs> you know, Michigan. Michigan is national champions. You know what? I had the same way waking up, Blake, uh, but I didn't score twice in the fourth quarter last night, you know? Like, I think that may be the difference between you and I. Other than that, I felt the same way this morning. <laughs> And, you know, and it's kind of wild, too, because you were kind enough to call into this program when you decided to come back. You decided, I'm going to go back to Michigan, and you were kind enough to call into this show and make that announcement. And I'm I'm wondering, um, this is what you envisioned, right? This is everything I envisioned, Rich. Um, you know, I did come on your show. Thanks for having me once again. You bet. The announce, you know, we were coming back for unfinished business. And, you know, after last night, you know, when, when I was on the podium and I say, you know, the business is finished, you know, that's everything I envisioned. I envisioned coming back, going 15-0 and 0, and making sure we bring a national championship home to, to Michigan, to Michigan fans, to Michigan alum, to everyone. And and get in the end zone as much as you, you did 27 times this season. And you had multiple touchdown games in every game from November all the way to last night, with the exception of the Rose Bowl, when you scored the touchdown to win it in overtime. What What sense goes through your head when you break the huddle knowing it's scoring time? For you, Blake. It's a mentality at the end of the day. When you can see the end zone, when you can smell the end zone, you know, you know you can't settle for three points. You know you have to get in the end zone. You know, that's the mentality I have. But it also takes a team for shout out to my offensive linemen. They crushed it last night. They absolutely crushed it along with the tight ends receivers and obviously number nine. But it's a mentality at the end of the day. You know, who's gonna win the one on one matchups, that man to man matchups? Who's going to crush who? And something Coach Moore always says is smash, 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 and that's what we did. What do you mean, Coach Moore says that? What What are you? What are you Coach you Moore. Coach Moore always says smash, and that's what he wants the offensive line to do, and they they take that to heart. So when we get inside, you know, the ten, the fifteen, especially the five, they know it's time to smash for real and. Um, you know, we, we get in the end zone quite a bit, like you said, 27 times. Yeah, I know. And so, um, Blake Corum here, uh, where are you headed? Are you heading to the airport, back to the hotel to get to the airport? Where, where are you headed right now in Houston? Yeah, we just we just uh, left a little media day this morning. Okay. Uh, heading back to the hotel. Going to grab a little breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> grab a little breakfast and then go back, back to campus. Um, Jim Harbaugh said that there's going to be a parade in Ann Arbor. Is that the case? Are you hearing that? Right now, that's that. That's what I'm hearing, and that's what we wanted. Uh, I actually mentioned that to Coach Harbaugh last week because a lot of my teammates were coming up to me. Hey, Blake, you know, after we win, you know, we want a parade, and I'm like, shoot, I want a parade too. So, uh, 
We're going to have two parades. Two parades for the for the big national championship game. The Michigan fifteen and zero record. Is it true? Jim Harbaugh is going to get that tattooed on him. Is that true, Blake? We were on the we were on the bus last night, and coach said he's getting it tattooed. And then the rest of the coaches, Coach Hart, Coach Moore, uh, all all the coaches said I'm gonna get tatted too. So I believe all the coaches on our staff um, will get the fifteen and zero tat. What is it about Jim Harbaugh do you think that relates to people of your generation, Blake? You know, coach is just a, a player's coach. You know, someone you can relate with, someone you can go to on or off the field issues, but someone that just loves the game of football. You know, and guys my age, guys that, you know, come to college to dominate and just for the love of the game, you know, that's, that's someone you want to be coached by because he puts in a lot of hours, a lot of sweat, you know, tears, and, um, you know, Coach is someone that I'm just so blessed that I was able to be coached by the last four years of my career. Um, it's been a heck of a journey learning from him, listening to him. Um, he, he's one heck of a coach, and, you know, he's a winning coach. Everywhere he's been, you know, you name it, Stanford, you know, the 49ers here, he's always won. You know, and uh, that's what he loves to do. Why? Why is this team so resilient, Blake? Everybody knows what happened this year, where where Jim wasn't there for six games, and the last three placing into question your accomplishments and your teammates' accomplishments. And I know, you know, the whole hashtag bet, social media tweets, and whatever came out. But but how do you put that into practice? You know, when we faced adversity, because we faced a lot of it this year, we knew we had to stick together. And, you know, Team 144, this is a special team. And a team that I thought couldn't get any closer because of how how close we are, we managed to do so. So when we faced adversity, when we faced, you know, trials and tribulations, all we did, all we had to do was keep our eye on the prize and look to the right and our left and tell our brother, like, you know, we have each other's back and no one's going to stop us from reaching the end goal. You know, and that's why we were so successful this year when we faced so many, which could have been distractions. And what's your response to people who say that uh, your accomplishments are um, uh, asterisk worthy, Blake? How do you handle that? You know, you know, those are uh, most likely, you know, just people that just, you know, have no better, nothing, nothing else better to do in life than hate. Um, you know, so they can think whatever they want, but. Uh, you know, I'll always be remembered as a champion, and so will my brothers. And no one can take that from us. We are national championships, na- national champions. The Michigan Wolverines are national champions. And then, did you take a moment when you got in the end zone in the Rose Bowl? Again, I was there with my my wife, kids. Um, it was incredibly special for me. But I, again, uh, I'm in my 50s, and I covered Bo Schembechler's last team in that stadium. There's nothing like it. And you got in the end zone in overtime against Alabama. Did you did you look up, take it in, take a mental picture, or you really can't sort of live in that you moment know, like that? You know, every everything happened so fast. You know, I, I didn't really take a mental picture, but you know, when we were I told the guys, you know, if we get the opportunity, because Alabama had us on our heels and we had to go down and, and score. If we have the opportunity to go in overtime, we're going to win. And we did that, you know, it, the offensive line was firing, Titans were firing, receivers were firing. We managed to get in the end zone. And off of that run, uh, you know, when I entered, you know, I, I wasn't able to take in the moment like I wanted to. 
but I have watched it multiple times, and uh, it's one of my favorite runs, that's for sure. And what's next for you? Do I see you in Indianapolis in a, in a month and a half, Blake? You will, you will see me there. Okay. I will, see, I will see you at the Combine. And then, by the way, your draft is in Detroit. How cool is that, right? Right there in the state. Uh, of and again, it, but it's so wild. I know you're from Virginia. I'm from New York, but there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it being a Wolverine, uh, Blake. You know, uh, there's no, there's nothing like it. This is as this has been the best decision I ever made in my life to come to the University of Michigan, to be around a bunch of Michigan men and women. Uh, best decision ever, and you know I'm so grateful and uh, honored to be a Wolverine. And now I'm I'm an alum, so uh, it, it's a great feeling. That is right. Um, and I'll ask you this question: Do you think you're going to see Jim Harbaugh in the NFL next year, Blake? You know, you know, I'm not sure uh, what Coach Harbaugh uh, is going to do, but when you're such a great coach like that, everyone wants you. You know, Michigan wants you. You know, you name it. You know, you see all the teams in the NFL that might be interested. You know, that's just because he wins. He wins, and when you win, everyone wants you. So I'm not sure what uh, Coach Harbaugh would do. I know he has decisions and opportunities to make, but I talked to him this morning, and right now he's just taking in the moment because this is a precious moment, and, you know, you don't want to look past it. I bet. And then you, with your your charitable works in, in Michigan, give me an update on that and what people can do to support it, certainly since so many people want to give back to you because of what you've given out, Blake. Yeah, you, yeah, uh, you know, charity, you know, community work, that's what I'm here. You know, that's what God put me on this earth to do. So please stay tuned. I have some big things coming up. I'm actually about to start my own nonprofit. Uh, I don't have one yet, but it's something okay. I've always wanted to do. And uh, I have some big plans. I've been, I've been talking to a lot of people that, that will be willing to help out. And one of my plans is I want to create, I want to buy a lot of land. I want to put a lot of cabins on there. Uh, rock walls, zip lines, ponds. Um, I want to have tutors. And so, you know, all the people that may be less fortunate, um, we can bring them out to what we would call a farm. And uh, we will be able to give them uh, tutors. We'll give, be able to give them, uh, you know, uh, a different type of lifestyle where we teach them about fun, teach, teach them about agriculture. Um, that's that's something I have planned and something I want to do over the next couple of years. But as of right now, you know, I'm always trying to give back to the community. So if anyone watching has any ideas of what they want to do, I would I would love to uh, listen. And I would love to help in any way I can because uh, community is, is most important and making this world a better place is most important as well. At Blake underscore quorum 24 on Instagram and obviously same. You can check him out on uh, on uh, Twitter as well there at Blake underscore quorum. Hey, Blake, I'll just say this to you. I saw you with my son on the field prior to the Fiesta Bowl last year, and there you were on crutches. You were on crutches, and you had the same smile on your face that you have right now. Um, and, you know, I'm glad you changed in the crutches for a national champion's hat um, because you are the personification of that of that phrase that is right there in the locker room in Michigan, those who stay will be champions. You stayed you're a champion, man, and um, and I cannot thank you on behalf of everybody who knows me or I know them from Michigan would want me to say to you what I'm saying to you. Thank you for doing it and for being who you are in the same process, Blake. Nah, I, I thank you so much. I thank all the Michigan fans. It's been a wonderful, and I mean wonderful, four years. Uh, you know, I hope I left everyone with a lot of memories, and best believe I'll be back every chance I get.
Blake Corum, you the man. Uh, fly, drive safe, fly safe, parade safe, and I will see you at the combine, sir. I will see you there. I will, I will see you there. I'll Appreciate be, it. I'll Thank be you. the guy hugging you. You take care. Sounds good. You got I'll it. See you there. That is it. That's uh, that is Blake Corum, the great Michigan national champion running back, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Dare I say one to root for? No, I do one, like that kid. One to root for? Absolutely. He's easy to like. I heard he took his. I took. I heard he took his nil money, bought a house, flipped it, and is using the money to start his own real estate business. And I'm wondering if that is what he's referring to there about buying land. That sounds really awesome. His idea. Look, I'd love you know? to be an investor in what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, right. well, maybe that's our consulting. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can expand. You know, let's uh, our Michigan men cup runneth over. This segment is officially now for the boys <laughs> from Bussin' with the Boys and a uh, University of Michigan four-year starter. He is none other than Taylor Lewan here on the Rich Eisen Show. Are you in the bus right now, Taylor? No, no, it's a backdrop, Rich, but oh. let me tell you something, brother. What a season. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. The amount of adversity allegations, Big Ten not going through due process, trying to take away our head coach with the three most important games of the season in the back half of the year. All the adversity. These kids had every single reason to falter. They had every single reason to just pack it up and say, hey, we, I guess we just can't do it. Leadership, culture, integrity. The three pillars of the Michigan Wolverines, baby. And we did it. Champions. Champions. All your boys that sit there with you on the mic, hating People coming up, all oh, <laughs> cheaters, you're this, you're that, you're all that. Guess what, Rich? We are the best team yes. in 2023, and it is not even an argument. Dude, we are deep. That that team is deep. And and I mean, just talent-wise, talent-wise, you know, the, the other aspect of it being, as we just spoke to Corum, being deep in terms of uh, able to handle everything and ball it up and use it as a weapon. I, I mean, you, what do you look at when you see that defensive front, Taylor, from Michigan? What do you think about it's, that, bud? I think it is incredible to have eight guys of so much talent that you're able to cycle in and out throughout the game. I think there was a stat that came out right around October that the most one guy played was like 45% of the defensive snaps. To keep guys fresh and to put guys in positions, like when you play Alabama, they were getting home with four or five guys. They were getting home with four or five guys against the Joe Moore Award-winning Washington Huskies. And it's through it's not through one guy just getting a good rush. He's a he's a killer and you got to figure him out. It's four guys that work in unison that are doing the pick games correctly, going at the hip, getting penetration in the middle of the pocket, making quarterbacks feel uncomfortable. Now, you look at the end of the Washington game. I think Penix is a stud. I think he's going to be an elite quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But if you're a defense and you're a defensive coordinator, and you see the state of being he was in through body language, through pain, all those things, hoping he's not truly injured, just feeling the presence of the blitzers and that defensive line, that has got to be a euphoric nirvana type of feeling as a defensive player when he's holding his side after every throw. He's, he's essentially seems like a broken man halfway through the fourth quarter. Well, I mean, the team, again, um, just getting it done. And to, by the way, are you learning on the air what I just heard in my ear, Taylor? I don't, what was it? I, I just oh. heard your, your Vrabel is not returning to the Titans. 
Will just literally, he was trying to mouth something to me and I was trying to be respectful by not listening, but he was just trying to say that. <laughs> Mike Vrabel is fired. Yeah. yeah, fired just now. That yeah. just happened. That yeah. just, I mean, look at look at this happening on live, Whoa. you know, stream, Taylor. I, I know we were supposed to go uh, Wolverine Palooza, but that's, what? What is that about? Why? That is, that is nuts. I. Uh, I knew there was some clamoring going on on the inside. I, I heard a couple of, I talked to a couple of guys, obviously I have some relationships with the Titans. And I was like, you know, as the season was unfolding to me, it was very clear that Raves was not the problem. The talent, it just wasn't a team that was filled with enough talent to be truly competitive in the NFL at that point. And that was just the reality of the situation. And you could point a lot of fingers, but I didn't think the finger you could truly point at was Vrabel. He's a guy that, Damn, Rich, this is I can't believe this is happening right now while we're talking. Me too. Honestly. Oh my god. I cannot I, he's a coach of the year two years ago. They just beat the Jaguars in in a game that they didn't have to have. Yeah. You know, except for Pride. He's awesome. What the hell is he, happening? He's the absolute best, is what he is. He and he when with under under Vrabel, we were at an AFC championship. We we were in position to be contenders for a Super Bowl. Now you've had a lot of changing the guard, right? I, I left last year. Ben Jones, who was a center for seven years, left. We had a mishap with Julio Jones. They trade away, which was not Rabel's. That was not what he wanted. You could see it in the war room during the draft. And it's just you trade away Kevin Byard, and so you're really your own pillar. Your only pillar is Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons, of guys that have been there long enough to kind of carry the torch of a defense. I think I love Amy. And I love that franchise. I think they just made a mistake. I think they just made a big mistake because Vrabel is going to be just fine. Be, of all NFL coaches, he's going to be the number one people that the Raiders, the Chargers, the, the Bears, the Panthers, the, the Commanders, the Patriots, all those teams are going to look at now and say, we want Mike Vrabel. We need Mike Vrabel because he knows he can instill a culture and he can win games. I think the only person you would put above Mike in the in the search for a head coach of these vacant uh, these vacancies and franchises is going to be Jim Harbaugh because of what he was able to accomplish going to a Super Bowl and then also winning a national championship. He's just a more proven head coach at this point. But uh, I think that is a mistake. I don't. I think that is. I, I don't blame you for feeling mistake. that way, Taylor. I mean, honestly, you know, being around him, anytime you're around him, you just know he loves ball and he loves coaching dudes and he just loves hitting you in the face. What did one of our favorite uh, drops that we have here is he said, take your heart pills and buckle up is what, you know, that's his phraseology. I mean, that's the sort of football coach that you want to have. And are are you having King Henry on your pod? Is he coming on? Derek will be Derek will be here in the next uh, twenty minutes. Dude, so you got something to talk about with him. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is going to be crazy. We literally just finished filming this week's episode that's going to premiere tonight. Right, humble shout out. Yep, nice. go and watch Bust with the Boys. Of course, but uh, yeah, next week Derek Derek will be the episode, and yeah, that is just nuts, man. Wow. I, 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 I cannot believe and, it. And buckle up. Yeah, there it is. So wh- I I already know what you're thinking, Brockman. You want yeah, him in New England. On. You want come him, on, Mike. You want him in New England. Let's go. And um, and uh, you know, folks in Columbus, they're hoping he wants to do what Harbaugh just did, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Do Braves you... is not going to college. You don't think I've so? I've asked him. You have I've asked him. Okay. Rabel's personality. Could he be successful in college? Could he win a national championship in college? No question, as Rabel would say. No question. <laughs> but 
all the political BS you got to deal with, the NILs, you're dealing with like kids. And I say that very, of very course. loosely because right. now there's seven year, there's seven year seniors. But if your job is predicated on the, uh, on the development and value of 18 to 22 year olds, that is a very different ball game than having paid professionals who are expected to do a job and have an expectation. It's, it's very different. I don't see him going to college. It would be nuts. I would be absolutely terrified if he did go there. Cause Rabel <laughs> is that dude, but the Patriots listen, yeah. I wouldn't want to go to the Patriots. I wouldn't. Why, why, why would you want to be a head coach of the Patriots? You're going to, you're going to come and take over the best coach of all time. You're going to go take over that. And there were three a, overall a, a roster. Well, a franchise mean, quarterback coming, God, Taylor. Listen, I'm so sick of three overall. That's great. That's one guy. You need to fill a roster with 53 dudes. Well, and uh, according to everyone else, one West. guy makes a big difference. Well, and, and, If you pick the right guy, if you pick the right guy, well, if I'm Rabel, I want to go to the Raiders. I want to go to the Chargers. Those are the two teams to me are, is a premier pickup right now. Mm-hmm. Because you've got Herbert, and why do you want the Raiders? Just because it's Vegas? Or, I, I mean, what? Uh, yeah, well, you know, your boy spent a lot of time in Vegas. I would definitely take that <laughs> job. But I think you got a you got a huge opportunity because you have players, you have studs on defense, you have guys like Max Crosby, and you have hungry cats out there in a place that can get extremely popular and, and and awesome very quickly. If you got tools like Crosby, like Devontae Adams, and and you have like those kind of that talent on both sides of the ball, you fill it with a quarterback that can get the job done. And Josh Jacobs, you get him to stick around a little bit. I think that's a franchise that can be looking up in a big way if they make the right hire. I think AP is the hire unless you can get a guy like uh Harbaugh or Rabel. Mm, all right. You think Harbaugh's gone? What do you think? He's gone, right? He's not. Uh, he, what do you think? Let me ask you a question. Would yes. you be gone? Um, I don't know. Uh, again, I'm. I don't live next door to my parents and um and have a history at the school that I've just taken to a championship. Um, I also don't know how badly he wants a Super Bowl trophy. I think that's probably what he wants to do. Um, and the same way that you're like Vrabes isn't going to college. You know, um, I, I totally get that because the NFL has rules for free agency as opposed to college, you know, um, yeah. the, you know, and plus the NFL is not going to be doesn't have a governing body that is clearly has it out for you. Um, so maybe maybe. Yeah. Uh, but putting it all together. Yes, uh, it does appear that he would go. Um, mm-hmm. The question is, is where Um and and then obviously who takes over for for how wild would it be if Jim winds up there in Tennessee and Vrabel winds up at Ohio State Taylor that would be pretty well that ain't happening a quick a quick pivot of my emotions I would love for Jim Harbaugh to be at the Tennessee Titans I think that would be a, a huge win <laughs> right but I'm so, I'm so sad for Brave it's almost not what we're thinking about if I'm Jim yes you went you've taken a team from abysmal you I mean I, I when you had this show on twelve years ago and I was a junior senior in college. There wasn't a whole lot of pride in the University of Michigan. We sucked. We were so bad. We were never contenders. We were never a team that you could literally hang your hat on and be like, yeah, that's a good culture team. And I had to, I played through that. Jim has taken an extremely, maybe the most prestigious college football program and brought them to the pinnacle, the peak of, of college football. There's nothing less left for Jim to prove. If I'm Jim, you think back to 2012 when you look at him, the lights going off in the Super Bowl against yeah. your brother and losing that game. This man is so singularly focused on football. He is exactly where his feet are. You see it in his press game conference when he's doing the, we did that. 
we did that. Like just, just the craziest comments. And he's literally just thinking to himself, Hey, we got to start spring ball and we're going to start spring ball a month early. I wonder how we can prepare these guys not playing ball at that point. He's a guy that is so focused on ball. He's going to get back to Ann Arbor today around, you know, five o'clock the next morning, his agency going to call him with 50 offers from different teams. And I, I would assume in the week, in the weeks coming, we will see Jim Harbaugh headed to the NFL. All right, brother. By the way, I covered that Rose Bowl you were in the hat of. I don't even have that hat. Where'd you get that hat? Where'd so this hat, hat? I, I was actually in Lincoln, Nebraska for the Boston Bowl. But, yeah. uh, Nebraska versus Michigan. We were doing a meet and greet. and Some cat had this hat on. <laughs> said, 100, 150 bucks I want it right now. I'll take the license everything. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, deal. The license? Wow. I want it all, brother. Didn't wow. even wash it. Didn't, didn't even wash it. You didn't took even it, de-louse? Took the cap. No, no, look at that. Took the cap, slapped that thing on, and we just moved forward, brother. <laughs> That is I awesome. It. I ca- I would love that hat. Uh, one hundred fifty uh, bucks. I, I'll take that hat. I see what, what you're doing. One seventy five. What is it? Two hundred. I don't know. I'll tell you what. Two hundred. I'll put you. I'll put you in touch with my agent. We can work out a negotiated deal. Maybe it could be a nice gift when you finally come on busting with the boys. Hey. I was about to say. I'll see you at the combine in the interim. I was wondering if that that was my leading first question. Is that if that was the bus? Does this count of me being on the bus? If you were literally yeah. on the bus, me interviewing you on the. I'm coming. I'm definitely coming. You know I'm coming. I know you are. Okay. I know you are. And for all the fans that get mad at Rich, he has said he will come on the bus. He will get it. Your fans get pissed. Almost as pissed as Will Compton. I almost have to take your whole fan base for a walk, Taylor. God love know? him. God love Will. He, he's, we had to have a big coming to Jesus talk today about him not supporting his best friend. He did a great job <laughs> handling that adversity. It's too bad, though. We're coming. We're here. Yeah. Now we're, we're coming. No, we're yeah. here. We're here. Let's not, let's not make it weird, but we've came. Like, we've, we've done it. <laughs> let's not make it weird. We're here, oh, brother. We, we, we are here. We have arrived. <laughs> wow. Better phrasing. Taylor, you're the wow. best, brother. Wow. Go Blue. I'll see you guys later. All right, man, Go Blue. Right. Taylor Lewan joining us. Well, Check out Bustin' with the Boys. Compton. Dude, how about him being on the air live, learning that... Right, right. All right, we'll take a break. We'll hit that. Yeah, we got it, yeah. 844-204-RICH. Yeah. Number to dial. Overreaction Monday on a Tuesday also still coming. Oh, my goodness. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed I don't have unique names. What do you mean, See, you guys? <laughs> what do you saying? mean by that? Wow. I'm just saying. There's no one saying, oh, wow. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. I'm going to name my baby Tom. That's not how it works. Tom is too simple. Shaquille, Alshon. These are unique names that people will name their kids. I promise you. Steve, am I right? Steve, am I right or wrong? Steve is not laughing. He's not looking at you. And he is leaning his car Steve is a regular name. Steve is a regular name. Steve is the name that folks can pronounce. Oh, see? Now, Steve got another name. Wow. Steve, what's your other name? My real name, which is three people called me, my mom and my grandma, and my wife, is actually Steve-on. Now, S-T-E-V-O-N-N-E. Now, Stevon, Stevon, had you used that name, had you used that name, right? And you the, le- no, you the legend, you the legend you are, had you used that name, do you know what would have happened? In any city you played in, everybody who had a baby would have named their baby Stevon. You know what would happen? You know what's up? Okay, what city you played in? Carolina? Baltimore, whatever city you played in, that city would have had babies with that name. Santa Monica. Every time you score a touchdown, <laughs> they'd have been like, I'm naming my baby Steve On. Well, right? You know him, right? Well, Steve, Steve On, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Steve On. Thanks for coming on, Steve On. You got to reach even, even, <laughs> hey, even, hey, even mentioning that name right now, a few light bulbs went off. <laughs> That is amazing. Wow. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we were just on with Taylor Lewan, and both of us learned at the same time that the Titans have fired Mike Vrabel. And he, his first blush thought was mine. What a mistake. What a mistake. Now then, you know, we don't know. Obviously, first blush responses wind up to be um, poorly aged takes. You know, that's what the freezing cold takes site is all about. You know, because maybe the new person comes in and stays there for the next 15, 20 years. And the Titans win multiple championships with Will Levis, who apparently said this week that Vrabel told him, get back to me in a couple days to talk about your future. Let me work some stuff out. Yeah, yesterday the Titans were doing the locker clean out and and Will was asked about his meeting with Vrabel. And he was like, you know what? He told me to get back to him in a couple days after some stuff shakes out. Amy Adams Strunk, the... uh, 
owner of the Titans. Earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change. I appreciate the, and then there's the appreciate the contributions and wishing the family well. Uh, I mean, yes, I mean, ESPN reporting it and, and, and Ian Rappaport reporting it. And then this thing comes out. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, NFL Network sending me his resume. Ten seasons of NFL coaching, three-time Super Bowl champ, Pro Bowl selection, 48 years old. He's just 48. A young man. Three seasons in the NCAA, coach of the year in 2021. This was his sixth season. Now they had, you know, four winning seasons and back-to-back losing seasons, and then that's it? You win coach of the year, back-to-back losing seasons, and that's it? You know, Tannehill gets hurt last year. This year, obviously, you know, running it back with Tannehill. Uh, uh, and you, you you hit the coach. I'll tell you what this hap- what this means to me is whatever the conversation between Kraft and Belichick is going to have to happen fast. And if you are Bob Kraft and you see this guy is now available for you to hire as head coach, and you've already given him a red jacket this year. Remember on his bye week, he got into the Patriots Hall of Fame. And if if you feel that you and Belichick need to come to some sort of gerrymandered arrangement to keep him there, and this is a 48-year-old Patriot legend, coach of the year, who has the same mentality that you know Patriot fans will love because he's from the he, he's on the he's the fruit of the Bill Vine. I understand O'Brien gave him his first gig in 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 professional football, but we all know. Does that speed up what's going on with Kraft and Belichick? Because if Bill didn't want to be there based on the construct, you'd be, you know, happy to keep Bill in his job. Or you, you're you're kind of bending over backwards to keep Bill there. And this guy is sitting out there. Is that is that going to be factored into the Kraft thinking all of a sudden? Because this morning, you know, you wake up and you're thinking, when are Belichick and Kraft going to meet? Now the backdrop is Mike Vrabel's free for you to go higher. You want him like today, Chris. I do. I I wanted him weeks ago. So let's go. Come home, Mike. Come home. (laughs) That's what you did at the gym nine years ago. I spoke it into existence. But you also tried to get the top pick in the draft, and that didn't work. Yeah, I was close. Your memos aren't as strong as mine, I guess. (laughs) Not as strong. Not as well worded. Well crafted. I can't believe the Titans did this. That's, That's a real deal NFL head coach oh, yeah. with a pedigree from playing. So he walks into the locker room with having the guys at hello. He's the best off the tree, Rich. Of Belt. Well, I mean, again, he's, the, he's not even part of the tree. Well, really. I mean, well, he's he part of the he's tree. Not, not, not in terms of being a coach, in terms he's of being a player. He's a roots. And obviously his playing career will help inform him as a head coach. Wow. So that just happened. Hour two coming up. And mm-hmm. and and so, you know, I guess wait in line. If you're the if you're the Raiders, Oof. you don't say, okay, now we gotta get Vrabel in here, the Chargers, Carolina, I mean, everybody gonna, with yeah, a head. Yeah, he's gonna get interviews everywhere. Right. And so will Jim Harbaugh. Yep. And so would Belichick if he's free, by the way. Oh. Yeah. That's this coaching carousel just spun it off of its 
axis because, and that's what Schefter was saying. That's what Ian Rappaport was saying. That's what Breer, Breer, that's what Breer has been saying. Pelissero, there's always one or two you don't expect. Well, that one just hit. I mean, there was sense that something could be up, but after a while, you'd sit there and go, you got to keep Mike Vrabel, right? He's his coach of the year two years ago, right? Well, the answer to that is no. They are raising it down on the ground. I mean, they hired Rand Carthon as their new general manager. Well, he's going to choose a, a coach of his liking and the owner's liking. And off we go. Start from scratch with Will Levis. Because Derrick Henry basically said goodbye to the fans. He gone. D-Hop showed up for one year. He's going to be gone. They're going to raise that thing down to the ground and try and build it back up. And Vrabel's like, okay, then get me out of here? To get is that did he get uh, himself fired? Maybe I don't know. What's the story behind all of that? But Jeez. for the moment, this looks like a mistake. And holy cow, did, did we not see that one coming? <laughs> 